Hello, Queening Buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jin Lin. So, um, I'm kind of doing something, uh, trying something out in my life, and I just thought I might share the idea with you guys if you want to join in. Um, obviously, it's, you know, whatever you want to do. But I'm going to be sharing some things, I'm going to be sharing a process, and I'm going to be sharing some resources throughout. Um, So I'm about to do a 21-day habit challenge thing. So it's about starting new habits, and you might be like, I don't do good with habits, but that's the whole thing. So like, what this plan is, is it's actually teaching you the habit of doing habits. Oh my gosh, it's so cool. So, um, but I feel like there's some very important first steps that you should take. So that is what I'm going to be doing, taking you through here. Um, the first thing that I think you should have up front before you start this is a clearly defined set of priorities. What your priorities are is it's what's important to you and it's also what you're going to use to base your decisions on. These decisions could be if somebody asks you to do something, it could be if you are choosing um, between option A, option B, basically your your priorities and we're, it's just like a set of three or four priorities. That's all you need. Um, what your priorities cover is up to you. It's what's important to you. So um, the first time I ever set priorities, and priorities change. So as the seasons in your life change, your priorities change. And that's very cool because you're not stuck with anything. That's what's going to make this so easy for you is because, no, I mean, don't change it every two days, but like, If you start working with these and you find that there's something missing or they don't cover or they're not, you can change it at any time. I am giving you permission if you don't like it to change it. So that's really important because I remember the first time I went to a yoga class and the woman said something about, she's, I think she said, I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to be here. You have my permission to be here. And like it just does something because we just, when we're doing something for ourselves, I don't know, we just feel like, like it's wrong sometimes. So here's where I came up with this idea and why I do it and why I'm changing mine. I'm going to tell you what my new ones are if you want to hear. So about two years ago when I was separated and then, well, it was, this would have been after I filed for divorce because it was really like the summer that I started talking with this counselor and he was, he taught me a lot of really good stuff. Um, but he was saying, so there's one situation where I, um, I put what somebody was going to think of my choice ahead of what was the best choice. Let's just put it that way. So I was worried if I said what I wanted to say, they were going to be mad and I didn't want them to be mad, but 
it was this weird situation where I had the power. It was well within my rights. Um, and I made the wrong choice. And he said, you have to make your decisions based on your priorities and values. And we're not going to get into values today. To me, I don't know. I don't feel like values have to be as defined to for this to work. But to me, values can be a distraction because there's just so many things to choose from. You're like, it'll sometimes it can overwhelm you and make you like, I don't want to do any of this. But um but the counselor said, you know, if you have your priorities straight and you know, you know that they're what's right and what's good for you. And you make decisions based on that. You don't ever have to worry about whether you made the right choice or not. So the first three priorities I came up with, they were very, I don't, I almost want to say sketchy. They weren't sketchy. They were just like a sketch, I guess. They were just kind of like a very brief overview. They weren't very, um, oops, wrong password. Um, the first one was, um, and you'll find they're just like phrases. Cause like, how do you start that sentence? I will prioritize. Um, so I'd written down like on a card somewhere, the best interest of me and my kids, um, contributes to my healing doesn't cost me money. Those are my three priorities because, and what the missing part there was like every single one of those things was something that I had put in jeopardy in a manner of speaking in order to help others because I had no boundaries because I was worried that it was going to look mean or bad or whatever. Like, here's the thing, all these people that I was worried about, they were going to think something about me they already thought whatever they were going to think about me. And I know for a fact, they've gone around saying things about me afterwards. So what was the point? I wasn't going to change their mind. You know, they were going to say what they're going to say. As a matter of fact, my daughter was just texting me, my adult daughter telling me how her dad just said that again, we've been divorced for a long time that I cheated on him and had another person before I left which is not true. As a matter of fact, I dated many people um, after we got divorced. So, and not until, well, I had filed for divorce. I'll put it that way. We weren't completely divorced when I was dating, but it wasn't, the divorce was already decided. Um, anyway. <coughs> Sorry. So, Here's my priorities that I, my revamped priorities for um, this part of my life. So again, this is what I'm going to use to make my decisions. And it's what's going to be my focus. It's the things that are most important to me. So the first one I have is the health of my mind, body, and spirit. Meaning mental health caring for my physical body, like actually doing things for my health. Um, and then my spiritual growth, of course. Um, and again, with mind, learning, that kind of stuff. 
The next one, having a strong financial future and present, have in parentheses, um, that's going to guide my decisions on um, spending. And I could, like, probably something I'll do later is have, like, each one of these on a piece of paper and underneath, like, write what that means to me, like, how I mean it, you know, because having a strong financial future, well, you could sit there and change that around and stuff like that, which I'm going to kind of get to that too when I talk about the habits that this whole 21-day thing. Um, the next one, being content in my life slash environment slash decisions. Just kind of catching the other things, like, for instance, being content in my life. If I were to start putting myself out there on dating apps, I would no longer be content in my life. I would be dis combobulated. I don't know what that means. I would be like dysregulated. I would be everything would just feel crazy and I don't like that feeling. So no, thank you. My environment. I want to like the way my place looks. It's kind of getting on the bad end again because I need to go through and straighten up, which shouldn't take me long because it's fairly clean, but like, I don't want it to get away from me. Um, and decisions, of course, like that just means considering all these things before I make decisions. Am I going to be happy and content in this decision? Um, and then I have four this time. So the last one is keeping my kids safe and healthy. And I mean, my kids are definitely a priority. Um, and notice like I went from the first one that I had the best interest of me and my kids, because at that point, I could not get into the finite details of anything. There was so much going on that all I could manage was to just make sure my decisions were in our best interest. That's all I could do. I'm getting to the point now where I can space it out a little bit and think about it a little bit. So, um, so that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, So I feel like it's really important that you do have a set of priorities before you get started um, so that you know what to choose when it comes to like habits you want to build. So the thing is, we're going to be choosing some actual habits, but the exercise we're going to do over 21 days is to practice the habit of doing habits, which I think is just so cool. Um, some other things that can help you um, get really clear on your um, on your priorities would be to um, like um, Leonie Dawson has um, this workbook. It's like 2023 best life workbook or something like that. Um, you can find things on Etsy sometimes like just going through something like that and kind of figuring out, I'm going to, I need to let you guys know about some Skillshare courses too. Um, but I am going to do a couple things. I'm going to put a segment in here so that I can, don't have to worry about this getting deleted. And I'm going to actually write down my priorities in my notebook. I'm kind of trying to put everything in one place for myself as well. And those priorities are on my iPad. So I will come back to you guys as soon as I've done that. 
Okay, so if you do not have your own set of priorities yet, um, ways you can brainstorm this is, well, I told you guys you could do like a workbook thing, like the um, Leonie Dawson one, or you could do, um, you could go through, if you keep any sort of gratitude journal, you could go through there and look at things that you've been saying you're thankful for because those are also things that you value and things that are important to you. Um, I've noticed lately myself um, that I have been putting things in my, I have like this one little gratitude spot on my planner every day and I've written the word quiet twice and one was like a quiet space and then at work the other day I actually had like no, there was like a big thing going on. Everybody was busy with that and I actually had my whole space to myself like almost all day except when I had some people help me with a few things but um it was so nice oh my gosh I got so much done um so again those are some places you could look for clues um and again you have permission to change this so if you write some things down and they don't seem quite right that's fine don't stress over it too much you just want something some kind of guidelines because like for example, with mine, if all of a sudden tomorrow I see some video where somebody's making soap, these priorities, if I consult them, because that's the other thing you have to remember to do. Once you write the priorities, and I would suggest you put them on a card and keep them like in your purse, put them like on your mirror, put them in a few places where you'll see them or set a reminder on your phone that will pop up and have your priorities. You want to consult these, especially at first, until you can like recite them. Like those three that I told you, my other ones, like I can say them off the top of my head. Um, so until you can get to the point where you can just recite them or kind of have the gist of them off the top of your head, you want to um, keep referring to them. Um, you will have times when you make decisions and you forget to consult them and you do the wrong thing, but don't beat yourself up. Think about, oh, wow. That's just more proof that I do need to look at these priorities every day or whatever. Um, just see it as proof that these are good and these are something that you should use. Don't make it something negative. Make it a good thing that you realized that you need the priorities and that you want to use the priorities. So um, there's something else I was going to say about that. Um, oh, yeah, but like with my soap making idea, like... Oh, I'm going to make soap. Well, that goes against my priority for having a strong financial future. I can't afford to buy all these supplies if I'm trying to pay off debt. You know, like that's what I said was important. So, and it would be a good thing to like, for each of these priorities, like, you know, have this like in a notebook somewhere. Like your priorities should just be short, sweet, wherever you're referring to them, just looking at that. But maybe go in and like write down what does that mean to you or what does it look like to you? So the health of my mind, body, and spirit. Well, to me, that looks like exercising, journaling, because that's important for my mental health, um, continuing to learn for my spirit, my, um, prayer time in the morning. So like come up with a few like little examples of what that looks like. Um, and maybe like what it's not like things like deal breakers. Like if something, if one of the things you're thinking of doing or a decision you're trying to make contains a massive amount of debt, no, that's a deal breaker. Like you're not doing that. Um, 
but you don't need to do all that for this process. We're just trying to, trying to just, it is important to have priorities, but I want to kind of explain, um, more of the habit stuff. So that's what is more important for this. Um, but you do need some priorities kind of sketched out because, excuse me, um, you want to make sure the habits that you choose are not just random things. So, all right. So I got all of this, not the priority thing. That's kind of my thing for my counselor. But, um, I just realized when I was, um, getting ready to do the habits that I needed to come up with the priorities first. Um, and so I got all this from the Andrew Huberman podcast. Um, I was watching it on YouTube. It's episode 53. You can also go to, I think it's hubermanlab.com maybe is this website. And you can, I don't think you actually have to sign up, but if you go where it says like neural network newsletter, cause it took me forever to find it. A lot of his shows have like notes with them. And this is one of them. I kind of spell some things out, but episode 53 is about, um, the science of making and breaking habits. And I started listening. I was just going to be listening to it while I was doing something else. And then I actually stopped what I was doing to start taking notes because I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have to write this stuff down. Um, so And he was talking about identity habits versus goal-based habits. And I really feel like I'm, at this point in my life, I'm focused on identity habits. Like, who do I want to be? How do I want to show up in the world? Like, what kind of person am I? Versus building something, making something, getting to a point, you know, like building a business, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, And he said that habit strength depends on whether something is um, dependent on the context it's done in and then also how much resistance you have to it, like in your, from your brain to actually physically doing it. Um, There are a lot of different things. Like I really suggest you listen to the podcast because the science to back all this up is there. Um, he said this thing about like, if you're struggling to get started with habits, visualizing all the steps from start to finish, the research found that doing that just one time makes you more likely to complete the habit, not just the first time, but even only doing it once ever down the road still. Um, and it has to do with the way it's not the thing. Like some people say like, if you practice in your mind, your brain thinks you're actually doing it, which is, he says, and I agree is not true, but it does do something with the way the neurons fire, which is the important part. Um, so he talks about this thing called task bracketing, which basically there's something in your brain that the neural circuits are imprinted based on the beginning and the end of a habit. So if you can get especially get dopamine associated with the beginning and end of a habit, what I kind of understand from it, it will make the habit stronger. So it'll increase the strength of the habit. And once you increase the strength of the habit, then, you know, like in atomic habits, they have you like stack habits and things like that. 
basically does away with the need for any for any of that. Um, he also talks about phases. So like there's different phases of the day. So like the phases are based on when you wake up. So from the, when you wake up to like the first, so like the first eight hours, that is phase one. And that's where you should put any habits that you have a lot of resistance to say exercising. And here's the thing. So maybe you're not so great at exercising. It's a new habit that you want to do, but you can't really do it in the morning. You need to do it in the afternoons. What I kind of got from this, and this is just my interpretation, so I could be off, but it seems like if you at least start it in that first phase, because there's a lot of, basically like you have a lot of, let me use a video game example. So like I played this game where it's, it's similar to Candy Crush. It's not Candy Crush. But you can kind of like stack a bunch of stuff at the beginning. You can like use some power-ups if you have them. You can add all these power-ups at the beginning. And basically, since the power-ups clear more spaces, you don't use as many moves. And if you can do that up front, you can beat the game in less moves or beat the round or whatever. That's kind of what doing things in phase ones is like. So you have all these things going for you. Your dopamine is higher. Your cortisol is higher, but at healthy levels your, all these other neurotransmitters that help build habits are there first thing in the morning from like when you first wake up until like eight hours after you've been up, then your brain, you know, the different hormones and stuff start changing a little bit. But, um, so it's a, and he said that all of these things place your brain and body in a state to engage in high he said he uses the term limbic friction activities. So like when you have a lot of things you would normally have a lot of resistance to, you just have the energy in the morning. Um, so basically you're like leveraging just like you would in the video game example, you have all these things going for you. That's the best time to engage in those kinds of habits. If you want to know more about the kinds of habits and what phases, definitely check out his podcast. Um, but realizing what we know about the task bracketing, the beginning and end of a habit being more important than anything else. So you can actually, if you can get positive anticipation about starting the habit and the end result of the habit, you can get the dopamine system going along with that. And a lot of people think that dopamine is a reward chemical, but he says it's actually a motivation chemical because um, the thing that gets you up and moving, like whatever that is, is made out of dopamine. So like if you can get the dopamine levels high enough, it will give you the energy to actually then do the thing. And like, I, you know, I've heard this thing before where they say like, if you want to start doing something new, like instead of starting it that day or the next day, like set a date like a few days away or a week away because the anticipation of getting started gives you more motivation to do it. And that's not what that's not what we're going to do here for like a long-term thing. Um, but I do, I have found that to be true. So I feel like what he's saying makes sense, you know, just based off of my own like things that I've... Um, noticed before. Um, but the thing is, so, so we can take the visualizing 
and all that kind of stuff, visualize the habit from beginning to end, that increases your chance of doing it. But if you can also get some, so what you want to do is you want to get a lot of positivity around doing the hard part of it. And he says like, you can't lie to yourself. But when I think about this stuff, so like one of my things is, um, I'm putting it high priority on my body, like being the health of my body. One of the reasons I want to do that is because, you know, my oldest child is in her mid twenties now. And then I have a three-year-old and basically like lifespan wise, whenever I die, my oldest daughter is going to have had 20 years more with me than my youngest. Like she will have had me in her life for 20 years more than my youngest child. I want to try to be around as long as I can for her, for my young, for all of my kids, but for my youngest, especially because like, I, it just hit me today. I was like, it's so unfair that, you know, like when my, um, when my oldest daughter's in her forties, I'll still be like late fifties, very late fifties. But when my youngest is in her forties, I will be in my eighties. So I want to be as healthy of an 80 year old as I can be. Um, just to be there for her, you know, like I just, I don't know. Anyway, that, so basically taking that idea, like that's my reason why. And so thinking about the hard work that I'll have to do for the exercise as being like, I can't wait to do that because it's going to lead to this kind of thing. Um, and then the ending, the, the way to tie something positive, that would be like that, you know, that kind of workout high you get after having a good workout and the extra energy that it'll bring, like all of those things. Um, he also said something about having a, there's something that helps dopamine work better if you do like a, like intermittent reward system. But he's like, you know, it's really hard to do that with yourself because you can't really surprise yourself, but you totally can surprise yourself. If you take like, so we're doing this for 21 days. If you take 21 envelopes and then in those envelopes, you put like, in some of them put like quotes, like keep doing hard things. And then like, maybe in a couple of them put like a dollar, maybe in a few of them put $5, maybe in one put like a higher dollar amount, but you know, you kind of have to make sure it's, I don't know. Anyway, I could totally see myself doing this. And then after you complete your habits that day, you get to open an envelope or like as you complete, just pick one of the random habits and then you open an envelope and it might be something in there that gives you like a motivational quote or it could just be like, thank you for doing that for me. You could like give yourself a high five. Um, you could like have your kids go steal some of your things and put them in all and get your own stuff back. I mean, just like, it would be easy. I mean, you don't want to get a reward every day. So like, just have something to read or whatever, but you could totally do that for any habit. After you do the habit and you get to open an envelope. 
And also, like, getting to open the envelope is also going to be, I think, would be, like, a dopamine boost. Like, I wasn't thinking about that before, but it could be. Um, Okay, so let me get to what we are actually going to be doing with this whole habit thing. I'm going to go ahead and put a segment marker here so that I can not have to worry in case the whole thing goes down. Okay, so in the podcast episode, Dr. Huberman talks about how to form habits. And he said that a friend of his uses this system and their kids use the system. And it's a 20, I, I don't know if he may have decided to make it 21 days. Um, he chose that kind of, I guess there's some evidence about 21 days. But um, he did it because um, I think he just kind of arbitrarily picked that number. Um, or it's part of the system. I couldn't really tell um, from that. But the system is, it's actually for the habit of doing habits but you're going to actually be doing real habits. So you're going to choose six new habits that you want to do. Six new daily habits that you want to do. And that seems like such a high number, but here's the thing. And I love this about it. Or it just reminds me, like if I had come up with this, this is exactly the way I would have done it. So you're going to perform six new habits every day for 21 days, but the expectation is to only complete four to five of the habits. So as long as you complete four of the habits on any given day, you completed that day. You're at 100%. So you're not supposed to do, and I think that's actually like, it seems like it's probably a little better if you do not do all six every day. Um, Because then it's like, it's more randomized. And it seemed like there was something to that. I don't know. Um, but you can do all six in a day if you want to, or just because it happens. If you miss a day, there's no punishment and you also do not try to make it up on the next day. You just get back to it the next day, but you do not specifically, this was stated, do not do extra because of the day you missed. Um, he also suggests chunking the 21 days into two day bins And so basically it's like you start the first day and you're like, okay, I can do this for one day. And then on day two, you're like, okay, I got it yesterday. Let me see if I can do it again today. Can I get two days in a row? And then the next day you start over. Okay, let me see if I can just do this for one day. And then day two, okay, I did it yesterday. Because what you're doing with that is like, it's not a positive for you to finish the whole 21 days. Like you get the positive, like you did it when you completed just two days. So every two days, like, yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. I think that's really smart. Um, This is kind of just like a mind trick. Okay. At the end of your 21 days, he said, at that point, you just go to autopilot and see how many of the habits. I don't know if this means like just without looking or I don't, I don't really know. Like you're not supposed to just my thought of doing this, like, okay, I'll have my list of habits and I'll just check them off. But it kind of seemed like maybe for the next 21 days, you're not supposed to look at anything, but then like, how do you know? 
if you're doing it or not. I don't know. So I'm not as sure on that part, but again, our part of the challenge is only the first 21 days. So, but you are not supposed to start any new habits in the 21 days following the initial 21 days. At the end of that set of 21 days, you are supposed to kind of assess how, like what, what are you actually doing automatically, reflexively? Um, and then like, you know, there could be things that you decide, Hey, you know, I don't really want to do that. Like, I don't want to make that a habit. So I have made my list of six habits that I'm going to be doing for the 21 days. And I did add some things that I'm already doing. Funny enough, I actually started doing this, um, this week. I had made a little spot in my planner for taking vitamins using my planner and getting dressed all the way to my shoes, like even on weekends and stuff. And, um, so it was kind of funny when I heard this I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. So I did add, and there's one of, you know, like I'm also putting in my Bible habit here because while it is an established habit, I have had a couple like, especially last week, if it were not for the reminder on my phone, I would have um, missed a couple other days. And I was kind of shocked by that. Also, with the way that you phrase your habits, I think it's kind of important. Because I was going to make one of mine just exercise. But I decided to change it to use weights. Now, I don't plan on doing weight training every day. But if I just say exercise, then to me, I could like get up, listen to a song and walk in place and that could be exercise for me. And that's not what I'm going for. So I made mine specifically say use weights. Um, Also, I'm trying to kind of follow what he was saying. So I'm trying to put like what phase of the day would be best to do these things. So obviously for using weights, that's going to be first thing in the morning. Um, I also have take vitamins, which is because again, that's a habit where I was doing it pretty consistently and then I stopped. Um, So use weights, take vitamins, use planner. And in using the planner, I should be doing some home tasks because that's what the planner is. It's like a home, whatever planner. Bible reading, journal, read a book that's actually on my list of books to read. So I only have to complete four of them a day. Um taking vitamins, using the planner, Bible reading, and journaling will probably be the ones that I just like go to when I don't, but I don't want my journal to get super full. So like I would prefer to leave the journal off some days. Um, so anyway, I'm going to write my habits. So again, use weights Take vitamins, use planner, Bible reading, journal, and read book on list. Like I have a list of books that I maybe already said that. I don't know, but I have a list of books I want to read. And I haven't been reading them, so I want to put that on my list too. Um, Something else I was going to say. 
Oh, and I just, I had brainstormed some stuff. Um, skincare. Tidying up my living room every day. But what I was thinking is like the tidy my living room that can be tied on to use the planner. Because that's one of the things on there. Um, but anyway, I'm just going to use one of my little list things. Um, my planner, I got the accessory pack and it comes with these things where you can cover up what's already listed in there to do and make your own list. So I'm going to use my six habits, um, and make one of the little sections, just those six habits and use that as my habit tracker. Or I actually bought a habit tracker, so I may, I could use that too. I could put that somewhere where I could see it. That's probably a smart idea. Anyway, um, so another idea that I had is as far as the chunking thing goes, um, I'm thinking on like my big calendar in my planner, actually putting like little squares around each set of two days or kind of like going on the inside of the, you know, like you have two square for Monday, square for Tuesday like kind of drawing a line inside the border lines. So like it would go across the, the line between Monday and Tuesday and kind of make like a rectangle out of the two squares um, for that chunk of days, if that makes sense. Um, okay, so here's my other thing about this. March has 21 days. March has, yeah, March has 21 days all day long. March has 31 days. So if you're hearing this on March 10th, you could still start. Um, I'm really kind of going back and forth. I think I may start just with a new week versus waiting until March 1st. Um, but I may wait until March 1st. I haven't decided yet. So <coughs> the problem is... It's not very easy for me to update you guys um, once my kids come back home from their weekend. So there's like some days when I can do that, but there's a lot of days when I can't, um, which is another reason why I want to get my, get something set up for the podcast. I know I keep saying that. Um, but anyway, that is, um, that's the plan. And, um, I'm just really curious. And the one thing I really like about it more than anything is that the focus of this 21 day thing, and he calls it a system. It's not really a challenge. Like you're supposed to continuously use it, I guess. But the whole point of it is not to, um, do six new habits. It's actually for the purpose of building habits. So, and another thing that I've been thinking about doing is making like a little guided meditation type thing where I go through the process of like visualizing it and putting that like positive anticipation at the beginning (coughs) of the task, like going through the steps and things like that. Um, whether or not I actually upload that for everyone or just do it for myself, I don't know yet, but I just thought that would be a really good way. Cause like supposedly just visualizing it, 
one time makes you more likely to do it and not just the first time, but, um, continually. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, anyway, I hope this is not super long and I hope that this makes sense. And I highly recommend you go to his podcast and listen to it because that's where I'm getting all this from. And I may be mixing some things up a little bit. Um, but I'm just kind of excited to start this and, um, yeah. So until then, keep doing hard things.